Welcome to the Maybridge Community Church Youth Podcast Channel, a fun series bridging the gap and inviting you to grow, aimed at youth and young adults seeking after purpose, identity, wisdom and meaning through Christ. Everyone comfy? No. I feel like I'm really on edge on my chair because I don't want to move. <laughs> okay, well, welcome everyone to the lair, the MCC lair. <laughs> Inside, <laughs> you will find myself, Theo. Georgia. Oh, we're doing that, are we? Okay, yeah, who's next? Andy. Rachel. <laughs> 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 Levi. Yay. Here we go. We have everyone in the in the lair. How are we all coping with, with work and life and studying? It's good. Pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Good. I'm definitely oh, distracted thanks. all the time, but other than that, it's good. Oh, by the way, for you all listening in, uh, if you hear a squeaking noise, it's it's Andy. It's his chair. It's a chair. It's his chair, not him. It's his chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not making it myself. Um, Fear, fear told me because it's too fat because I'm too fat for my chair, um, <laughs> which is rude. <laughs> well, I think we I think we're even going to go you know one of two ways. We're even going to have lost loads of weight after this COVID stuff, or we're going to put on a couple of pounds of stones. So yeah, <laughs> I know which way I'm going. <laughs> Yes. All right. So today we're going to be talking about that book, that scary, large book, the best-selling, hard-hitting, action-filled, amazing, holy Bible. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, need some action sounds like. I know. Do you know what? I do have a soundboard. Should I? um, Where is it? Got DJ horn. Oh, can't hear that. (laughs) Uh, What have we got? Drum roll, here we go, drum roll. <laughs> On my phone, that just sounds like someone's falling down the stairs or something. Yeah, it sounds like, like a drum kit in a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Uh, let, let's start with prayer and uh, let's let's get into it, shall we? Yeah. Lord, thank you for your, your words. Thank you for the privilege of being able to read and listen uh, to to the Bible even if we don't do it that often or at all. Thank you for listening to our moans and groans. Help us to listen to you clearly. We leave this space to have a good discussion with our friends here. Amen. 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 So does anyone have a Bible? Yeah. I hope so. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good, because we are talking about the Bible. <laughs> so that is, that is, well done, guys. All right, so I'm going to test your knowledge on the the, the geography of the Bible, okay, and finding your way around. All right, so I want you to find, I'm going to see who's the quickest, I'm going to find Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Go! Um, um, do you want me to be part of this, or should I? Do you feel like I might have um, a slight advantage? Yeah, maybe. just keep talking so that we can have more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy, maybe yeah, you you give this one a miss actually. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. 
Actually, do you know what? You you might be able to. I think you should enjoy, join him because you, I mean you've got quite small hands. Wait, so he that grew probably what? Your ability. Hey, <laughs> he grew four twelve. Right, so you want me to join in or, or no? Burn it. No, I don't want to check him. The word of course is alive and and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It cuts all the way through to where soul and spirit meets, to where joints and marrow come together. It judges the desires and thoughts of the heart. Very good. Very good, good stuff. Amen, amen. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got the next one. Psalm 119, verse 105. Go. Oh, so close. Uh, 105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Correct, Levi. Nice one. Amen. Nice. nice one. And how do we know, how well do we know our Old and New Testament? Mm, pretty well. Well, the old's at the front. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I'm going to throw out a book, and I want you to tell me if it's from the New Testament or the Old Testament. So no cheating, no looking at the contents. Yeah. For this one, you can't you can't Ooh. use the, the, the Bible. Jude. Uh, Old Testament. And Rachel, what do you think? Old. <laughs> mm, New Testament. Interesting. Correct. New Testament. <laughs> yeah, so it's a small book. It's a very small book in yeah. the New Testament. Fair enough, it's quite kidding away. Yeah. Okay, Jeremiah. That is Jeremiah. Old. New again. Old. Oh, Old Testament it is. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I just can't. I just can't get them. <laughs> Levi, you need okay. to play the game a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Galatians. Uh, new. Confidence. Yep. New. Yeah, new. Cool. Nice. Well done. Three for three. Joshua. Oof. Old. Uh. Old. Old. Correct. It is old. Nice. Okay. Now I'm going to play Guess Who with Bible characters. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm old. I have a. <laughs> Doesn't narrow it down to that. <laughs> That's like everyone, isn't it? Because they're all dead. Like... <laughs> I have a beard. <laughs> Again, narrow it down that much. <laughs> Again. Have, have, a, have a guess. Jesus, Abraham. <laughs> Moses. Moses, yes. Well done, well done. <laughs> okay, okay, next one, next one. I'm old. I have a beard. <laughs> I have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I built something. Noah. Noah. Yeah. <laughs> good job, good job. I was going to say Okay. <laughs> Oh, because he builds a nation. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah well, okay, started, let's get into it, shall we? Because it could have been. Could have been. Could have been like everyone. Could have been. Could have been Methuselah. Could have been like. Could have been Nebuchadnezzar. All right, let's get into the discussion, shall we, guys? Sounds good. Cool. Over to you, Andy. Nice one. So I thought it would be cool 
to um, first of all, if you were to describe the Bible to someone who had never heard of it or never heard of Christianity, what would you say? Um, I would say it's like it's like a manual for life. Basically, it's like a life for dummies. Life for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think they should rebrand it on, on a few of the covers. Like, put life for dummies on the front. That'd be good. Nice. Any anything else on that? Any more expansion? It's a series of stories and parables that gives us insight to like um, ways to live our and like rules that. Obviously, God wants us to live by, and yeah. Nice. What about Fee and Georgia? Any any ideas? Well, I think it's it's something to remember that it's it's a journey. Um, so the Bible is it's it is a book, but it consists of many different books, and that takes us on a journey that leads us towards God. And it's it's an evolving story, so it takes time for us to understand what's going on in the Bible and for how God is part of our lives. But the fact that it is a journey is important because if we get stuck at one point in the journey or get stuck in a rut, there's always going to be another path that'll get us out of it, and it's we should look at it through the lens of Jesus and what that means for each of us. Mm. Amen. That's nice. I'm Fia, can you top that? Uh, I reckon I could be a bit more concise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is an, I think it's an epic storybook telling of God's love. Full stop. Full stop. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you don't get commissioned for this, right? <laughs> no? An only spiritual commission. Spiritual commission, yeah. <laughs> you get you get like ten percent of a blessing or something like that. Like, um, that's cool. Uh, it's interesting what Georgia said about it is a collection of books because um, the like Bible. I can't remember what the Greek word is exactly for it, but it it pretty much means library. Um, I'm fairly sure. And collection of books um and it and it shows god's story and one of the one of the awesome things i think about it and something we don't actually realize is that we're technically inside the bible in terms of the storyline because obviously revelation hasn't happened yet all that stuff's to come we actually sit we sit inside the storyline of the bible which is really cool um, so is there any point in us studying it yes like what's the point why would you read the bible is there any point in studying it? Is that yeah, any point in studying it? Why, like, why read it? Um, well, if you go along with like my thing, like a manual for life, and like it's a, like as you said, it's not only that, but it's also about the entire world and how it like started, and and it tells the future of how it's going to end, really, and everything in between, and we're also in it as well. So reading it, you actually have a big knowledge on the drastic uh, massive points um, in like the story of us as humans and like the person who created us and all that stuff so it is it's it, it's a historical text as well as like poetry and letters and all that stuff so it is quite historical mm. as well so to study it like in that way and also you learn lots of other stuff like 
geography, <laughs> like where, where what things were called back then, <laughs> and and different um, uh, like the, the, the different cultures and expectations of certain people and all that stuff from back then. So, absolutely, like studying it from various different angles, I think is helpful to everyone. So, mm, yeah, definitely, we get to know more about ourselves, and I think just life in general. If it's <laughs> if it's true, if it's God's word, then it's helpful in all ways with life you know it helps us about life and how to live it it's cool any uh, anyone else why why read the bible it's also like a good way to like reflect if you re- read the bible and you see something that stands out and makes you think and reflect on like how you could change your actions or a way you could do things differently it's also good for that reason to just yeah help you reflect and mm. change yeah what about like personally people what why personally like do you read your bible if, if i was to say it not just in general why read the bible but like why do you specifically read the bible i think it, I think it closens our personal relationship with jesus mm. Mm. i think it answers a lot of questions mm. as well validate things um yeah and even if it doesn't answer them at least it gives like a a kind of um, a comfort or something like that that someone else has also gone through it and there are like hundreds like the Bible's kind of just a book of examples of everything mm. sort of that anyone could go through and and, and just advice like about everything mm. so it's yeah so do you feel like that helps you personally in terms of like advice yeah as I say it's like manual for life you know it's just when you're struggling with a particular thing there'll always be like a a parable or a passage or like one of the psalms that sort of like you can relate to and go on your own journey with and it's like the bible a lot of the time picking out a verse is often a good like um uh like starting step if you will on like getting through something or or trying to figure out something in your own head sort of thing so at least for me anyway but yeah mm-hmm. nice any anyone else why why do they personally read the bible i think it's 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 um it's a privilege to read the bible because originally it was it was spoken you know now now we get to read it ourselves whenever we want to mm. your personal journey with with god uh, and and I, I feel like if i didn't read the bible my faith my understanding of god's character and through the lens of jesus would i just wouldn't be as wouldn't be as clear mm. yeah definitely i think like a lot of you guys know that i'm like majorly into um like reading mm. the bible and, and you know, i'm not particularly actually very well disciplined um in and stuff like that virtually i i always want people to get into their bibles mm. and want that to be key because actually i think it's the way that we actually get to know jesus character for mm. sure i've seen so many people who have kind of like maybe faded from their faith or um you know aren't maybe living the way that god would intended because they haven't actually checked what what's actually written down in the bible and i think that's the that's the one thing that um, we can know for sure there's loads of things that we feel like God might be um, saying to us through prayer um, and where we think God's directing us but it it can only be 
true. We can only know that's God or think that's God if it's in line with his mm. character. And we see that throughout the whole Bible. Mm. Um, if, it's, if it's God's character, um, it will be revealed in, in the Bible. Mm. Um, and he will never do anything that contradicts uh, contradicts the Bible. Um, we, well, mm. I think it's just a major way to, to grow. So that's why I'm always going on about the Bible being a bit of a Bible lecture, <laughs> because definitely it, I think it, it helps to mature our faith massively, um, which is cool. But how do, how do you guys find studying, or well, not necessarily studying, but just reading the Bible in general? Boring, exciting, a bit of both, depends on your mood. What, what do you guys think? How do you find it? I think it's always hard to start to read it, but once I get into it, it's easier and every time is different because sometimes i can read a, like two whole chapters and and like take a little bit from it uh and sometimes i read one verse and I just really just keep going over that and pondering it and stuff so i think it's yeah it's uh i think it, it's always challenging i don't think it's ever not like an easy read yeah say. it's not just classic yeah. bedtime reading like <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it obviously depends what you read, but yeah. Mm. It also goes. It's also about like how you go about reading it. Whether you just like pick a chapter and then like, um, and then just read that, or whether you pick like a book to study for a period of time, or whether you just slightly crazy and you decide to read it from front to cover to back cover. Um, <laughs> but because. <laughs> If you try to read it from front cover to back cover, it's really hard to get started and it's really hard to take everything on board and things like that. And like, if you just like either pick a book or uh, find a random page, I think it, like, even though it's not quite so systematic, it's easier to take on because sometimes there's actually meaning in the page that you've actually flicked to. And like, maybe God's like led you to that one verse or a chapter or whatever. Um, so mm. it also depends on the way you go about reading it, whether you just read it for the sheer fun of it or whether you actually take the time and read like a small section of it and actually reflect on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's cool. Any any more thoughts on that? I think reading the Bible is a discipline. So doing it because you're told you have to never works. I think if you're going to read the Bible, you need to read it because because you want to know more, because you want to be in a relationship that is developing, that's evolving, that's that's growing, that's seeking after more, not just not just more knowledge or more understanding of the Bible as a book, but of what it is that the Bible is teaching us. And it's teaching us about the relationship between God and man. And that our understanding of God develops as we develop. So as as a child, our version of God is, hey, he's a big happy man in the sky with a beard on a cloud with, you know, a, a halo. And like, you know, he's warm and he's fluffy and he's comfortable and he's lovely. And it's only it's as we get older that that matures and it develops. And we go through different stages with him where sometimes he's like a big, menacing, ranty, grouchy guy. And other times he's like this soft little dove. But those stages of development are good because that's that's how normal relationships develop. And that's what the Bible is trying to show us is that we aren't ever going to be completely right about who God is or what what God's plan is for us, but 
he's given us a way of gaining understanding through the eyes of other people and of sharing that gift with others. So I think to read the Bible, you need to read the Bible for a purpose that's not just for the sake of reading words on a page. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's a, one of my favorite bits in, in the Bible is, I think it was when Jesus is, is saying to some of the religious leaders at the time, where he's just saying, you know, you come to the scriptures because you think, and then you'll have life. Uh, I'm pretty sure it says, and then says, um, but you don't come hmm. to me, um, who really paraphrasing, but saying that the scriptures reveal and mm. Jesus and so actually you can come to the Bible and read stuff but if it doesn't take you towards mm. God if it doesn't take you towards Jesus and knowing him it's there's not really much point there's no point in mm. just um, knowing it for the sake of knowing it we read it to get to know God better and um, that's why that's why he's given it to us um, which is awesome yeah I think that's good um, so the, the word Jesus is the word you know um and and when we when we read the bible that's that's who is uncovered more you know it's it's what jesus has done for us and the amazing things at the moment i'll be honest you know i I go through periods where i struggle to read the bible i think we all do Uh, i love i i really am a massive advocate of reading the bible a bit like you andy Um, but if it wasn't for reading the bible when i was when i was a lot younger uh, like levi and and rachel's age I, i don't know if where my faith would be or if i would have faith it definitely was through reading the bible that just it just opened my eyes massively did mm. yeah it's like the the really like unglamorous yeah. way of getting yeah. to god and growing in your relationship mm. um, but really mm. important really good um as anyone so i guess as people are listening to this whether you read the bible loads or not too many um Let's see if we have got any top tips from our panel of experts or um, or novices or whatever they want to call themselves. Um, have you guys got any tips? If you were, if you were to say someone who's struggling to get into their Bible, what would you guys say? How how would you go about it? <laughs> Start with Mark. I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, it's gone. Yeah, I think Levi's onto something there. Yeah. Uh, the general consensus, I think, is to start with yeah. the Gospels. Yeah. yeah. Why, why start with the Gospels? Well, the Gospels tell us of Jesus, and if we're to read the Bible through the lens of Jesus, we first have to know who Jesus was and, and why he was important. So it makes sense to start there. Um, mm. Even though the rest of the Bible is just kind of like a finger post towards Jesus, mm. if you don't actually have an understanding of who he was, where he came from and what he did, you won't see those those signs. I mean, even those of us who know, in quotation marks, who he is, we still miss stuff when we're reading the Bible. We miss what this means and how that's pointing towards something else. Um, I think I think starting with the Gospels and starting with the stories, so like Noah, Jonah, those sorts of things in through there, things where you can find it's, it's interesting because it's, it's a story and we all like stories and it captures your imagination, but you can put yourselves in those stories as well and that makes it personal and relatable and easier to understand. Nice. That's a good tip. Tip number one, read gospel or read a gospel. It's a good one. And or stories. 
Um, Find a way that's good for you to read the Bible, because sometimes it's not a case of you reading the Bible. Sometimes it's a case of like Mm. finding a book like on an audio book or something like that and listening to it rather Mm. than reading it, because sometimes the fact of actually reading the Bible puts people off. So like find a way that's good for you. Nice, super good wisdom there. Yeah, reading's not always the best for everyone, Um, or not not always the easiest. Mm. So that's good. So we got tip number two. Um, find a way it's good for you potentially use an audio recording right let's go for number three I haven't actually thought of how many we'll try and get we'll just try and get as many as we can um, Ed just tried to ring me so I just had to decline I thought I had um, thingies off but um, but yeah so n- tip number three has anyone got a tip number three yeah if you're trying to read the bible for the first time don't read it from front cover to back cover <laughs> right okay <laughs> why would you say that because Genesis, even though like it starts off with like stories like Noah at uh, creation and um, Abraham and all that, it's quite hard hitting and it's quite wordy and bitty. And there's like lots of sections where they talk about the names of the descendants and things like that, and it can be quite tedious to read in a way. Yeah, a slightly lighter, easier book to read. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's really good wisdom. Yeah. Um, along with like George is saying about reading the Gospels first. Um, yeah, I think that I when I started reading the Bible, I went, went through the New Testament first. And then I was when I was getting an understanding of who God is, who Jesus is, um, I was able to tackle some of the Old Testament stuff where we see a lot more about God's judgment and, and wrath as well, as well as his compassion. We see so much of his compassion and faithfulness in that. But when we wrestle with the kind of, I guess, trickier subjects like the book of Leviticus, like if you read the Bible from beginning to end as the first time, you're going to get Leviticus in what, well, at least the first, what, three, four books or five? I can't remember the order exactly. And there's a lot of, lot of stuff there that challenges you. So yeah, that's good. Number three, don't read it from beginning to end the first time. Maybe start, yeah, start with a gospel. Right, if we got number four. Uh, I would say find a book that like, or whatever that you're something that relates to you and that you're interested in. So if you like poetry, then sounds great. If you like drama stories, then absolutely gospels. And like if you like fantasy <laughs> in quotation marks because nothing in the Bible is fantasy, but you know what I mean. That sort of genre of stuff. Then like Genesis, I think would be great. Like there's, mm. the, I think the Bible has something for everyone, mm. and there's, there's yeah like 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 kind of what george said about god being like definitely not one-dimensional and he's like he's got completely different he's he's so um i don't don't know what the word is like he's got so many um different sides to him if you will then the bible's a lot like that it reflects that and that it's not just simple he's like straight line start of the story end of the story there's lots of little stories and lots of different ways of telling stories different writers different settings different times like just yeah everything is it's it's very yeah it's it's very diverse and in one way that's hard harder to read because it's not all it is all linked in one way but it it feels uh sometimes it can feel a bit disjointed so i think finding something if you're starting off to read the bible finding something easy to read like the gospels or if you're into like something else just finding a book that suits you yeah, and then I think that's sticking cool. with it for a like while finding, and, finding yeah. a book that you know you're gonna enjoy reading to begin 
begin with mm. and it's interesting like with the psalms you're saying it's like poetry you know when we read the bible we don't there's so many different genres we don't um just open up one of the letters and think oh well this is poetry like sometimes it gets confused and i think it's good to know what you're reading beforehand um like is a summer poem is you know one of the books like galatians is that a letter you know we've got to kind of work that stuff out because otherwise mm. we'd be like like really confused and um, we're not gonna know what's going on and um, that is good good wisdom yeah. levi and um, find a book that you think you will enjoy reading um nice we got number five yeah i think if you're starting out reading the bible to start off small you know read it in bite-sized chunks and and reread it stew on it digest it wrestle with it um if if that's if that's the way you you find it easier to read it you can read the whole thing you can read it in, in big chunks but i think yeah start off small and just try and think about what's being said nice i like that number five start small yeah it's good well i reckon we can we we still got a bit of time i reckon can we quickly get up to number 10 do you think yeah if we can go on i think schedule six Oof. ask questions i think make a schedule for a routine routine so time and a place nice would you say stick to that every day as much as possible yes nice good get a routine what what would be just for a bit of insight what would be your routine so i read i read my bible while having my breakfast nice so i'm a morning morning reader nice yeah like for me i couldn't i couldn't do that i couldn't i have to have like my own space everything has to be clear i'll get cereal all over my <laughs> bible if i did that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> At least you'll know what you've been reading each time. You'll be like, oh, I've already read this. And, <laughs> and the cocoa crop like. <laughs> um, nice, right, number six, routine. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to necessarily be morning. A lot of people say morning. Mm. Like it's like massively everywhere if you like read it or see a videos on um like bible devotionals they say oh spend some time best way to start your morning and um, i think it is a great way to start your morning but it doesn't necessarily work for everyone so don't beat yourself up if you don't do it in the morning i think find a time that's good for you maybe it's just before you go to bed maybe it's in lunch maybe mm. it's you know afternoon find find a routine and um, that you can come back to each day nice right let's do number seven going back to the the habit thing it i think we should don't beat yourself up if you do miss a day or two or more um it's important to have a habit because the more we do it the more it becomes ingrained in us mm. and we end up just doing it like in second nature but yeah don't make it a, a tedious mundane thing you should, you should it should be it should have been you know an element of enjoyment to it as well mm. and sometimes taking a break is actually good because if you take a break because it's become mundane and yeah. routine and you're not really into it, if you take some time to, away from it to do other things and then you come back, you'll find that your love of it has returned. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, even even switching up just how you do it. Like it mm. might be you've chosen mm. your desk or but then you're like, I'm going to spend a few yeah. days outside doing it or at a different time and mm. stuff like that, kind of switching it up. I think that can count as number seven, but I don't know how to sum it up. There was like stuff about have grace with yourself and switch it up. Mm, that yeah. count as a seven and yeah. eight. Let's go to number eight. I want because then we get more. Yeah. We get more wisdom, and it's great. We get more value for our money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the biggest thing for me, uh, like a big tip that I've just thought about, is actually like if you're doing it for the first time, then 
read it with someone that like has read it like go to a mm. partnership group like the grow group uh, um, alpha that sort of thing like and even if you don't do that just if someone's introduced you to church and introduced you to the bible and all that stuff then then just say uh i don't really know how to read this thing i've tried and it's not really worked so can you read it with me and and actually reading together um i think it helps a lot it gives like more points of view and if you're new to it then they can kind of introduce you in different methods and different ways and like you can have a conversation like we're having on this podcast different ways to read the bible and you can talk to them about it the person that like maybe knows you and stuff so i think definitely find somebody to introduce you to a book or introduce you to reading the bible in general and then yeah just kind of try and take their advice and do it on your own uh, but uh, it's nice. always nice to read it with mm, other good. people as well yeah, find so, someone yeah. who might be wiser than you or has already read it it's good and read it with someone good wisdom right we can get number nine and then we'll have one more ask questions mm. yes yeah. yeah that like mic drop no expansion just ask questions <laughs> probably just like if you <laughs> if you're reading something you're like well I think it means like say well i agree with this but like it might not be relevant to the time so like don't be afraid to like question it and just like develop like a not develop theories but like think about it and ask well how does this relate to like my everyday life and things like that mm. yeah definitely like we should be asking questions and even in the bible it says it says to test um to mm. test it and you know, when we when we read it at face level, there's going to be loads of stuff that we read um, about, like sexuality, about um, relationships, about men and women. Like, there's just loads of things that we'll, we'll read that at face value will be like, is this right? And some of it, it will be, we will read it as it is, and it'll be like, yeah, that's true. But then there's other stuff that's like specifically to do with context, or we have to look at backgrounds and stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely question it because. Um, loads of different genres and styles of writing um all fitting into one massive storyline it's mm. um it might not always necessarily be directly at face value when we read something um we mm. want to know what's exactly true and we can't just you know have our opinions based on feelings or, or what we want we want to search for truth but we want to we want to work out what that truth is um cool. yeah right have we got number 10 um, it's the big finale. Gotta be profound. Oof. Go on. Like before you start uh, reading it, after you start reading it, um, like questions, wrestle with them. The best way to wrestle with God and wrestle with questions in your head is to talk to Him, and the way you can talk to Him is by praying. Um, having that, like as George just said, if you go for a break, then you know that break could you be praying about it and uh, like still engaging with God and and the thing that you've been reading about, but maybe not necessarily. Uh, actually reading the bible um and it just it kind of the the bible is like your um the, the, all the evidence and the physical thing that you can uh, you can study and mm. then praying it puts it into your life so i think definitely nice. pray yeah. while reading i like the bible. that a lot yeah it's, you know we said it's all about getting to know god and we do that through prayer as well um, which is awesome we develop that relationship through prayer and bible reading which is cool um unless anyone's got any extra golden nuggets that they want to add in there i think that is a good list could, could i add some nuggets 
Go on, add your nuggets. Mm, you said it already. Contextualize. Yeah. We need to make sure what we're reading is. Yeah, is it poetry reading? Is it wisdom reading? Is it a story? Yeah. Who wrote it? Who, who wrote it? All of that stuff is like. There's so much stuff that people read the Bible and they don't know why they're reading it or what, what it's about or who's from, who it's addressed to. That that is key. That will like really change the way you see the Bible as well. And and certain stories that you don't get, you're like, oh, I get it. No, that's not a story, or that is a story, or it's said to this group of people. So I think that's that's really important mm-hmm. and to get deeper into the Bible. So I would also say reading the Bible should be should be a personal experience as well um use your brain don't just listen to people people's uh, uh commentary on it and commentary is very good and we should we should have we should be reading the bible with commentary i believe that really does help you contextualize things and deepen your knowledge of the bible but you have to build your own relationship you have to ask those questions yourself um and, and make it that personal journey yeah definitely Maybe we're getting we're getting so much value for our money with this, even though it's free. Like extra <laughs> extra wisdom. Um, I, I actually wanted to add just one more um, to it, and I think is um, to definitely be encouraged when we're reading it because uh, it's so easy to be like to read something and feel like you've not got anything out of it, if you've not understood anything, mm-hmm. you've not got close to God. Virtually, when we open Scripture that in itself is an act towards um, wanting to spend time with God, it's an act towards obedience and choosing God and choosing time with Him, choosing to get to know Him, that even the act of that is a step in a really good direction. And even, you know, um, I heard a preacher, Tim Keller, my absolute fave guy, um, he said pretty much, you know, you've got to try and read the Bible five times over and then it kind of starts to sink in mm-hmm. like properly. Um, yeah. And that's like, whoa, that's like a lot of times um, for the whole Bible. Virtually, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to necessarily know it all, but just be encouraged by even opening it. Um, it actually takes us closer to God, takes us to more knowledge of him, which is cool. Um, so don't be disheartened. Like when, even when mm-hmm. we open it, we know that we're reading God's, um, God's word he's speaking no matter if we, we mm. feel it or not which is cool mm. um, I think with that I'll hand over to Theo to wrap up I think when when we read the Bible like we said Jesus is always the focal point the Holy Bible calls us to be open just like a book uh, the Bible is comprised of many books read it as a journey enjoy the ride we, we must respect it. It's God's story through the eyes of man in human language. You know, it's, it's God-inspired, as we said. Don't be afraid to ask those difficult questions. You are allowed to wrestle and express doubt. Remember to always contextualize the story at hand, digest it and respond to it. These are stories. They talk to you. They come alive. It's not just words on a page. This is a mammothly ancient book. You know, we are telling an evolving story. It's like we're Acts 2.0. It's it's continually going on. And it takes time to create and foster a relationship. The church is a continualization of man's journey towards understanding more of God. Jesus is always the focal point, and we should always start and finish with Jesus Christ. Read the Bible and life through the lens of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
All right. I think that's it. That's it, everyone. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining in and being part of the discussion. Uh, thank you for your time. I uh, hope you have a good day. And uh, thank you for everyone listening in as well. Hope it's been valuable. We will leave it there. We'll see you another time. And take care. God bless. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey guys, I'm Jo, the Youth Parish Nurse from Maybridge, and I'm here to do my challenge of the week. As I mentioned last week, my role is to support you guys with your mental well-being, helping you take control of your mind and what you think, not letting it hold you back, but to live life to the full and to thrive as God intended for you. So last week, I set you guys the tricky challenge of cleaning your feed and taking back control of what you are seeing and spending time listening to in your online world so that we're absorbing our minds in stuff that is uplifting and inspiring rather than all the negative and downtrodden thoughts that can come through on some of these feeds. So how did you get on? Notice any difference with your mood afterwards? Send us a message, drop a comment, do whatever and let us know how you're getting on with these challenges. This week I want to chat a bit about routine. Now routine to some people can feel a little bit like a bit of a dirty word. Especially in the laid back, I don't need a plan, chilled out type of people. And it came to me as a bit of a shock when I realised that actually I'm not one of these chilled out, laid back, I don't need a plan kind of people. But actually I'm one of those people that does need a routine and that's a bit annoying. But I actually do way better when I have a purpose to my day. In fact, having some sort of a routine in place, especially at the moment when we're stuck inside the house at the time, can actually be a really key thing in helping all of us keep on track of our mood and our thoughts. Things like spending all day in our pyjamas, although I have to say, I totally love those days, but in the long run, if we're doing that day after day, the fact is that it's actually not very helpful for us. Now, bit of truth about me, I can seriously slob out when I want to and I full on like give it all it's got and Georgia can totally testify to this. When we lived together she would frequently go out to work in the morning and I'd be sitting on the sofa in my PJs wrapped in a blanket, Netflix will be on and I'll be sitting there, she'll go off to work, see you Georgia, she'll come back maybe eight hours maybe a little bit longer later and no kidding you I'll still be sitting in exactly the same place probably still watching exactly the same show on Netflix but what I found was that actually over time this actually started to make me feel really down it was really affecting my sleeping that I wasn't sleeping very well at night and I just kind of had this kind of feeling just felt a little bit sad all the time and even though One of my secret greatest achievements is to have only taken maybe about 30 steps on my Fitbit for a whole entire day. Now, that is quite an achievement to do when you think about actually having to get down the stairs to the living room and then the amount of times that you go to the toilet to and back. But actually, that is really shockingly awful. Like, I only walked 30 steps in a whole entire day. And even though there's a slight part of me that's quite proud of that, actually it's still not doesn't mean that that is actually any good for me at all and actually that sense of that feeling of feeling down and low and that boredom is still in place and actually that's not great for us 
And what I found was that getting a few good routines in place can cut down that feeling massively. And I was able to get, to kind of get that feeling that maybe I haven't wasted my own day completely. And even though I had some of my routine in place, I was still able to get some of that Netflix binging in place into that routine as well. So I wanna encourage you guys to find out what is your routine? What does it look like for you? Because that can be different from everyone from day to day. So some of the things that I've found to be helpful is one, getting up and going to bed at a regular time. Now, that's not always that easy, but actually having a set time on those when you go to bed at night and then getting up in the morning and having that set amount of sleep can actually be really helpful. Um, Putting on clothes, if you're still having to do school or college online, actually wearing stuff that you would usually wear if you're going to be seeing these people and maybe not your favorite pair of jogging bottoms with a hole in the butt that you've been in for the last week. Have a set place where you do your work and then stop and are able to put it away and out of sight when you're done if you're able to so that there's a clear separation between your school college work and the rest of your fun life where you get to do some other things, even in a lockdown world. Plan in some time for those Netflix binging, some of those spaces where you can chill, catch up with your friends on house party, be nice and maybe hang out with your parents or your siblings once in a while, learn something new, get out the house for your Boris walk, And not forgetting to make some really key time to read your Bible or to worship or just spend time with God within that as well. That is so, so important. And giving him your thoughts, whether they're low thoughts, high thoughts, whether you're feeling great about your day or really low about what what you've achieved. Actually giving him those things for the day. And maybe even giving him your routine as well and just be saying, okay, God, What can I do to bring some great stuff into my day? What can I do to really bring you into my life? And what can I be doing for you throughout my day? And just see what happens. So, happy routine making, guys. And as always, if you want to chat about how you're doing, feel free to get in touch with me at joe.walraven at maybridge.org.uk. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're just feeling a little bit low, a little bit down, or you just want to chat about something that you're feeling at the moment, it doesn't always have to be a low thing, then feel free to get in touch. See you soon. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have given us minds to think, eyes to read, ears to hear, and the ability to understand. We thank you that you wish to have a relationship with us, and the best way that we can do that is by seeking after more knowledge of you. And Father, you gave us the Bible that we might find our way to you the better. Help us to respect what you have given and to seek after it with all of our hearts. Teach us to be wise that we might grow in our knowledge and our awe of you. In Jesus' name, Amen.